listening to Thrive with Jay Grace on Thrive Talk Radio. Up next, Jay will be interviewing artist and musician Diane Garris as she discusses her new CD, Mystics 9. Stay tuned. Welcome, everyone. It is time to thrive. I am Jay Grace, your host, and I'm so excited that you're spending this Thursday with us. I also am super, super excited to have with us Diane Garris. And for those who followed me, you know she's been on my shows before, but I'm so happy to have her. It's been years since we actually been on a show together, haven't we, Diane? Yeah, I want to say it was 2008. Oh my God, that is a really long time. <laughs> a life, yeah. lifetimes ago. <laughs> yeah. So now here you are, I'm introducing you as, again, and this time we're more focused on what you've been doing lately, which is you're about to get ready to start your CD is going to come out soon. And that's the name of the, the CD is Mystic Nines, and we're going to get into that and a little bit of why you named it that. But um, tell us about that. Oh, yeah, well, Mystics 9, it's coming out. Um, it's being released November 1 mm-hmm. this year, and it was five or six years in the making. Mm-hmm. So I'm excited that it's coming out, and finally, finally. And it's available for pre-sale on Bandcamp, so anybody that wants to um, pre-sale, there's a bonus track in there on the pre-sale mm. and um, all they do is just Google my name and uh, they'll come up with it. Oh, fantastic. Now, um, you've had several CDs out there, quite successful, by the way, and congratulations on that. Um, Thank you. Yeah, and I have been honored and privileged to actually have some of those CDs, which I still play for meditation and just when I want to feel a little bit uplifted and kind of mellow at the same time. Now, I know that you've done some CDs that were specifically for clearing out chakras and healing. Am I correct in that? Oh, yeah, correct. Um, the So in 2005, I started making a series of music and meditation for chakra balance, helping sleeping and vibrational attunement of mind, body, and spirit. Mm-hmm. So... That's what that all is. It actually turned into um, 12 CDs. Wow. Um, yeah, so it's on. And then along the way, I developed a, I created a whole technique of balancing the chakras in 10 minutes or less. So I made a DVD with, um, it's a relaxation, not an instructional. Mm-hmm. Um, and um, it's called Doors to the Soul. And Actually, I have it on sale for, I think, $10 now oh, on nice. my site. Yeah, because um, I'm closing it out. But anyway, along the way, that was, the, you know, one culmination of the series. Now, how did you get into music? You know, sort of do a backstory, and then we can get into... <laughs> um, because one of the top, you know, the topic for the show is today is the healing power of music. And I'm a firm believer that music is quite powerful, and it, definitely is healing for me. So um, what got you into music? Oh, yeah. Well, gee, gosh, that was a long, long time ago. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so I was four, and my mother um, bought a grand piano. She was so excited to have it delivered. And and then um, shortly thereafter, she, she hired a, 
a piano teacher, only he was blind. And mm. yeah, it was pretty weird. You know, as a four-year-old, I'm like, okay. So I looked at him, and he looked at me, and like, oh, you know, I made him take his glasses off, poor man. <laughs> I said, I want to see your eyes, mm-hmm. and, and so he did. He obliged me, and um, and I said to him, well, how are you going to teach me how to play this piano if you can't see? And he said, well, oh, well, that's easy. <laughs> so, <laughs> took my hands and put them on his, and he said, well, we don't need to see. We feel the music. Mm-hmm. And that's where I started. But uh, I also played the violin, so I, I was oh, nice. first first year, first violin in orchestra for many years. Um, but, yeah, that's that's where it started, a blind piano teacher. Huh? Pretty wonderful, cool. how wonderful that story is. And um, so I would imagine if you started really early, that means that music was always a part of you. I'm sure that you used it for your own personal healing, I would imagine, as well. Oh, yeah, yeah. I mean, absolutely. You know, <laughs> music is healing, and it speaks to the emotional bodies. If you can't, it's like you can't have a relationship with your brain. You, mm-hmm. Well, I guess can try but (laughs) not my brain (laughs) (laughs) me neither but you you cannot you know do music with your with your mind Mm -hmm. it's it's, it 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 works on the emotional body right and bodies actually Mm -hmm. okay so now you said in 2005 you that was the first time you did your cd you started a cd or when was that well, you know, Jay, this goes way, way back. I mean, way back, and it's, it is a long story, but I'll just shorten it. Mm-hmm. In 1994, uh, um, a guided meditation was channeled to me, and it was called A Healing Journey. Mm-hmm. And um, and so I, being a, a girl who just follows the directions from spirit, I, I said, okay, I'll channel this thing. And, you know, so mm-hmm. I did, and I taped it and everything, and I... <laughs> tried it with my friends and some amazing crazy things happened but anyway that's what started it um and from there i did the the voice of the angels uh, spiritual cards because they're all scenes from that Mm -hmm. guided meditation and that's when the music started coming but Mm. in those days recording studio time was really expensive and you know i had the piano but Mm. i didn't i didn't have any way to really record anything. So it just, it just, it was all there, but it was all right, 1994. Right. Mm-hmm. You had, they had to catch up <laughs> to, to, to yeah. it. Yeah. Yeah. Well, the reason I'm asking is because, um, I'm sure that people who are listening to the show, if you don't know, Diane Garris is a well-known and respected psychic and, and as well. What you incorporated, you mentioned the voice of the angels and, and the cards. And I think that's how you and I, first got to talking was I think that was when you had um the cards the voice of the angel cards which are quite lovely and I still have them thank you yeah and and then of course you introduced me to your cds and and the seed of the soul which I I have as well I have like a whole collection a Diane Garris collection (laughs) (laughs) oh wow I have no idea thank you And um, so, yeah, it was, it's amazing. I just moved a few months ago, and I looked, and I was like, oh, I found my, my video. Oh, I found my CD. I found my cards of Diane. Um, so, yeah, I do have a lot of your stuff, which, you know, I've, 
it's become very useful for me in one time or another in my lifetime. So um, with that being said, again, the topic is about the healing power of music. And now Mystics 9, you know, the number 9, you said it has a, a very interesting definition and the reason behind it. So I definitely want to hear about that. Okay. Well, 9 is found throughout nature and... Um, there are nine muses, there are nine, I mean, it's in the Bible, there's a, nine is <laughs> a mystical number, and in numerology, it's the number of transformation. Mm-hmm. In my case, it's actually number nine in my series, so mm, okay. mystics, nine, and that's why I named it nine, but mm-hmm. then some songs started being channeled to me, like Muse's Gift, which is the nine muses. Nine is interesting. It's transformation. It can be, um, some people might look at it as, you know, the number of deaths, but it isn't. Mm-hmm. It's transformation. Oh, I was going to tell you, I told you the story about the angry nine that I had and nightmares <laughs> for many, while I was studying math <laughs> and I would get this angry nine for years. And it wasn't until I conquered my fear of doing math then the nine wasn't so angry in my dreams and i was able to become friends with nine and i googled it and i wanted to find out what's nine and it was what you mentioned transformation or so people might think it's death but it's not it's a a completion of a cycle it's a very powerful number now you mentioned something really interesting while you were this you said you channeled um a song how is your process? Because that sounds very interesting to me for layman person making the music. Well, you know, I think um, a lot of musicians channel their music, even though they might not put it that way. Oh, correct. But I hear the music in my head first, mm-hmm. and and then I just play what I'm hearing. Mm-hmm. Okay. How many uh, songs do you have in your CD again? Which I was privileged to listen to to the music, which is lovely. And uh, and um, Mark, our engineer, um, did you play some of it before? Absolutely. Yeah. So opening. so that was the opening. So for those who uh, tuned in at the beginning, that was a sample of her of her work. And at the end, we're going to play some more of it as well. But again, um, you were mentioning the process of inspiring you to do this. It took you six years almost to do this. That's a long time. <laughs> well, well, it is a really, really long time. Okay, so I started writing the music in 2010, and 2008 was my last CD, which is called Eight Music for Ascension. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, I wanted that ready for the big thing that everyone was talking about, the year 2012. So that CD came out in 2008, and um, 2010 I started Mystics 9, and in 2012 when um, we were ready to go to the recording studio, my husband had his first stroke. And Mm. so he was um, debilitated for four years, and... So, so I just couldn't um, finish. I tried mm-hmm. a couple times, and it wasn't working. So, you know, when we go back to number nine, um, it's it's universal laws, it's faith, it's karma, it's spiritual awakening, awakening, and it's the mm-hmm. ending of you know things and the beginning of new. So. 
so it's timely there with this whole thing that, um, and he has, you know, recently passed on, as you know, but mm-hmm. I, I, um, it's just like the perfect timing, mm-hmm. God's perfect timing, you know, right. to bring this out. Mm-hmm. For those people who may be going through something really tough, I think this is a perfect CD. I think it's very uplifting. It allows you to tr- meditate without trying, I think. That's it. That's the only way I could say it. it. (laughs) That's exactly it. You know, I wanted to, it was my my first real album that was apart, purposefully apart from the series, which Mm -hmm. is, you know, one through eight, and it ended in 2008. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Um, So it isn't just relaxation music. I, I, I feel like it's, hope and joy and and overcoming everything and coming out of the box and you know mm-hmm. coming out of the gate and it is it's up it's up tempo definitely yes, definitely i i agree with you a lot more i think it's definitely different from your other work i think yeah and purpose purposefully purposely wonderful <laughs> yeah and yes. and for you doing the music and channeling the music and listening to it, when you first listen to it, the whole finished product, um, is it like you're listening it like the first time, like, uh, like I would listen to it or do you listen like, Oh yes, I know. Now this is, (laughs) (laughs) well, you have to remember, I hadn't heard it in four years. I hadn't heard because it was breaking my heart. I couldn't, I couldn't, even listen to it and I remember when my husband was here and he had heard the first couple of songs and he was still he had not had a stroke yet that was in in 2010 Mm -hmm. and he said to me oh my gosh this is gonna be a fabulous album and you know he was (laughs) so excited about it and then (laughs) but he only really got to hear a couple of the songs and um but I will say it was a very healing experience and, and the timing again, you know, mm-hmm. it's, it's very, very healing too. So, mm-hmm. um, yeah, okay. <laughs> I, so when I first heard it, I, I was like, wow, okay, that's kind of good. Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> if I do say so myself. <laughs> <laughs> Well, you know, I haven't heard it in so long, and you don't, you don't know, and you, you lose the continuity of it, sure, and you're yeah. like, because the album, you know, when you're producing an album, you're doing it in a, it tells a story. So mm-hmm. this album is meant to be, it leads you on kind of a mystic's pathway. Mm-hmm. Come inside my mystical dream and see how things are in here. Mm-hmm. <laughs> right. Well, it sounds lovely. <laughs> At least it's not chaotic or anything. It's quite lovely and relaxing and uplifting. Well, you know, I think I think sometimes it's just like life. You know, sometimes it's really, really up. Sometimes it's it just is. very chill. Mm-hmm. And sometimes it's a little bit like, thought-provoking yeah yeah and you know um like i said this uh, topic which is you know the power of of music and the healing powers of music is something that i'm going to be touching on um frequently on this show doing a segment on it because you know um i told you about the fact that people use music for patients who have alzheimer's 
Oh, yeah. uh, kids who have autism, uh, you know, it's it just there's so many things that now science is starting to sort of pay attention to and sort of find um, the ability to back it up. Something that I think some some of us already knew that, yes, music has a lot of potential and power to heal and reach um, people when they're struggling, when their bodies are sort of giving up on them. And it's a form of communication. Well, you know, I, I may have told you that I have a, a, a personal experience with that because... Please share. Husband, <laughs> yeah. When my husband had his, first had his stroke, and, I, and it was, I mean, I'm talking really bad stroke. I found this person on the floor mm-hmm. in a, and I mean, you know, it was where he had been for hours. Oh, my God. But I did not think it was recoverable. And then, you know, I saw him have you know, four more strokes in the hospital bed. Mm-hmm. And and this, of course, went on for four years, and then there was a brain hemorrhage. But my point is, I looked at, you know, they bring the speech therapists and all the, the team in right away, the recovery team. I looked at the speech therapist, and I said, you know, is this even recoverable? And she said, well, you'd be really surprised at what is recoverable. And she said, we've been, there's a lot of research about, how music can help um, the person recover. And I was like, really? Mm-hmm, <laughs> you know, mm-hmm. I mean, how does he, is he even hear this? Does he, what are you talking about? So, right. um, I mean, I know the healing power of music myself, but mm-hmm. for something so debilitating, I couldn't really, like I wasn't connecting that dot, you know, right. about, um, okay, you know, how does that work? So, Along the way, I found out how it works because you, um, what they do is instead of, you know, you, you talking to the person, because they, remember, they have to, they have to, um, figure out how to talk again. Yes. Mm -hmm. And, and so if you frame that in a musical kind of way, the brain responds to these are the studies they did. Mm-hmm. The brain responds to that differently than if you just um, speak it. Right. And so we did a lot of exercises with that. And I mean, just one simple example. Instead of I try to ask him, you know, okay, so we're ha- name these things that you're having for breakfast. Mm-hmm. And you know, of course, he couldn't do it because one of those things was initiating. He couldn't initiate. The, the word, and so, um, so right from the beginning, I taught him, and like, gosh, you know, I can't sing a note, but I was like, coffee, <laughs> kind of sing songy. Mm-hmm, I go, coffee and orange juice, and and he repeated it, and he goes, coffee and orange juice. Wow. So when when I said, you know, what are you having for breakfast? Mm-hmm. And regardless of what was in front of him, he, he would go, coffee and orange juice. <laughs> but he was so, able to, to speak it and actually communicate, yes. which is amazing. Because of the sing-songiness of it. And, um, you know, just it's interesting, too, because he was kind of this big Elvis fan. And mm. I tried... I tried playing that for him, you know, mm-hmm. and he just didn't want anything to do with it. Hmm. But I tried, um, uh, uh, like, things like, from way back, you mm-hmm. know, say, so like, um, 
songs by um, people in his era, like Bing Crosby or so. Okay. So, like, White Christmas. Mm -hmm. And he could actually sing every verse to that song. He could sing it. I was shocked, but he didn't know my name. Mm, Isn't that interesting? (laughs) (laughs) Couldn't say my name, didn't know my name, knew his coffee and orange juice, (laughs) and knew his Bing Crosby song. (laughs) (laughs) But he was able to communicate, and that's amazing. And I I think it just echoes what, you know, I think now science is sort of catching up, like I said, to the fact that, yes, you know, the brain is is a... interesting and mysterious organ it just is and we still have no idea how it operates well you know what they told me mm. um so in a in a stroke situation and by the way my husband also had alzheimer's so mm. um in this situation the the brain starts growing kind of new branches and new trees and more you know they, it starts making new pathways. Okay. And when you use music for that, it accelerates that process. Hmm. That's the that's the way it was explained to me. Wow. That's very and, interesting. Yeah, and I and I, you know, I experimented and I found that to be true. Mm-hmm. It's 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 something that I like I said I I'm going to um, see what I can do and bringing more about that because I find that fascinating just personally. And um, if anyone is, is going through something like that, you know, you might want to go and experiment as well and try music. I really, really uh, think it's a wonderful tool to use. Um, I know personally I've used it when I was in a deep depression and that was my only venue. I used music to express how I was feeling through dancing. That was my way of expressing all that anger and sadness and grief that I was experiencing. And, and it really did save my life. Oh, wow. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. And, wow. Well, see, what music does, it, it, like I said, it works on the emotional bodies. But mm-hmm. the other thing is, is that it, it's, <laughs> it's a connective thread between those emotional bodies and all those chakras and 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 the heart and and the brain mm. and the linear mind so there's a connected thread and um so it's not it, it's working on a bunch of different levels right at right. the at the same time and also um the word vibration and frequency which you know music has its has a frequency and it vibrates um, mm. and I know you've used it in the past for the chakra balance CDs, right? Right. Well, <laughs> it's an interesting thing, Jay, because when I sat down to do, um, the series way back there, mm-hmm. and, uh, <laughs> all those years ago, um, you know, the information that was out there when it was taught to people was, okay, chakra one vibrates to the note of, you know, C mm-hmm. and chakra two vibrates to this note and on up, on up the scale. And so mm-hmm. I sat down to do it and I'm like, okay, that is not right. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that is not right. That has shifted and changed somewhere. And so I asked my angels, you know, where, 
what is the correct, give me the correct frequency mm-hmm. that is now vibrating with the chakras. And they did. And it's, it's slightly different. It's kind of reminds, <laughs> reminds me of, well, you know, NASA just um, changing all the astrological signs. Yes, but, and thanks a lot for that. Now I'm all confused. <laughs> like I needed help with that. <laughs> well, it's really not. Astronomy and astrology are not the same. So mm-hmm. what they're really trying to say is because the Earth's axis has shifted, then then some of these other frequencies have shifted. It's kind of they're just saying it maybe in a way a different that way <laughs> is confusing people. But it's the same with musical notes. Mm-hmm. Every note corresponds to a chakra. And whatever you were taught um, years ago is not really the note. So, like, for example, in the heart chakra, mm-hmm. I want to say, and this is way back now, that I was really focused on which exact notes went where. Mm-hmm. But I want to say it was the note of, I think people were taught, that it was F or G. And I'm like, okay, well, that's not it any longer. It's F sharp. Mm. So it's a slight difference is what I'm trying to say. Right, right. And and just like the slight tilting of the Earth's axis, we don't necessarily know about it or feel it, but it has has shifted. I think um, I feel it. I think I felt it. Yeah, I mean, everything's changing and yeah. everything's in flux all the time, yeah. but it doesn't mean we're the sign of Orpheus or whatever. Right, that's what it is. I was trying to figure out the name, something like that. Yes, yes. <laughs> like, what is that? All of a sudden, it was from Capricorn, now I'm a Sagittarius. I, I don't know. What's happening to this world? <laughs> um, well, shifting, shifting yes. and changing. So what do you have? Do you think that you're going to do another CD? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh yes, I have. Um, yes, I have that already in the in the, in the works, works here. Uh-oh. Yeah, two of them. Two Ooh. of them. One of one of them I'm doing with um, a vocal partner who is. Oh gosh, she's an amazing, amazing vocalist. Her mm-hmm. name is Margot Margot Joy, mm-hmm. and we're going to be doing a twin flame and soulmate um, healing. CD because Ooh, nice. love songs for the healing of twin flames and soulmates because that is so needed that healing between mm-hmm. um, those. So yeah, we're, we're going to be doing that. Probably, oh, I can't wait. Can't hopefully, wait. ready next year, maybe. And then I have another one too, but it's going to be strictly relaxation. Strictly nothing, relaxation. nothing like Mystics Nine. Okay, is... <laughs> just relax. You're going to just chill on that one. <laughs> yeah, you know, going to chill. Um, uh, I can't wait for for those. Um, I know that you had. I think it was on um, eight, the, the CD eight that that you um, had a vocalist in one of the tracks. Which uh, one was it? Uh, yeah, well, yeah, um, two. So one yeah. of those songs. You know what? No, no, it was four tracks. So call Ohm. Mm-hmm. Um, yes, beautiful. I loved, loved that song. Yeah. yeah. Well, you know what? We talk about healing power mm-hmm. of music. We sent her into the vocal booth, and she's like, "Well, I don't have a, I don't have a melody line." Mm-hmm. So just go in there and tune with your chakras, okay? <laughs> <laughs> Make it work. <laughs> right. I kind of gave her. I'm like, "Look, this is what I want you to say for this chakra, and then this is." Mm-hmm. Like, but kind of had it, but she's like, I don't have a melody line. What are you talking about? Mm-hmm. Well, when she did, and her name is Amber Norgard. Okay. 
um, she did a fabulous, fabulous yes. job. I think so. It's one of my favorite tracks. I, I agree. Can you believe it, Diane? It's almost time to say goodbye. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> <laughs> Oh my God! Yeah, the half hour has gone, and, and it's been so wonderful. We want to um, again thank you, the listeners, for tuning in. Um, next week, I'll be here at 7 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. And a special thanks to you, Diane, for doing the show. If you want to reach Diane Garris and you want to find out about her CD or anything else, just go to www.diannegarris.com. That's D-Y-A-N-G-A-R-R-I-S.com. Thanks again, and thanks for thriving.